Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Look, everybody, JC's back today. Hey, what's up? He got all hey. dressed up and snazzy and everything. Oh, did I? Woohoo! I'm sorry. I just, I just felt so privileged to be able to have another day to uh, hear about and talk about coronavirus. So I, I just figured that's worth, <laughs> you know, if anything's worth dressing up for, my goodness. Ah, uh, no doubt, no doubt. <laughs> Isn't this hilarious? I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's something that you have to talk about because what we're doing is actually injecting some reason and sense into the panic that's being spread across the country. And I mean from even a local level. Right? Is there panic? Uh, I haven't heard. I don't know about panic. Well, maybe, well, on some levels, in some places, there's panic. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, when you have hundreds of people fleeing the state of New York every day, then I think you could classify that as some kind of a panic. You know, I thought it was interesting uh, how they... Uh, you know, made the comparison of the, the responses or reactions between Democrat versus Republican, mm -hmm. you know, left versus right, whatever. Um, and I thought, um, uh, what? How to properly use your tool? I just saw that. How to properly use your tool? But <laughs> I, I just, I thought. JC just saw what I titled this the show with today. I'm, I'm, I'm running out of titles because you can't keep using <laughs> the word again. Coronavirus again. And look, every time I put coronavirus in the title or in the subject matter, then YouTube deems the video uh, offensive yeah. and starts censoring us. So I'm getting really creative. And I wanted to mention to you guys that, you know, those of you who are longtime listeners, make sure that you just come in no matter what the title says, because I might start getting even more creative as, as time goes on here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, I, I just uh, I thought maybe the difference in the reaction was the issue of faith, right? Because you, in in the uh, what we broadly call the conservative side of the spectrum, mm -hmm. you, they're obviously a greater preponderance of faith-based, mm -hmm. you know, people. You know what I'm saying? Democrats, and I hate, <laughs> I hate to be hate to use such generality generalities, but uh, the Democrat side is obviously a less faith oriented kind of thing. So I think you have a lot of people sort of with, like, I don't think that's hey, it. I'm praying, I'm trusting <laughs> the Lord. You know, you, it, generality, but the National Party has, has publicly taken yeah. that position. No, that's so, true. true. I mean, you can't really talk about, you, nobody could actually ding you for making yeah. that kind of a distinction. No, it's just, I'm, it's just observation. Mm -hmm. What I've been seeing, those in conservative, you, there's a lot more talk about, you know, trust in God, lean on your faith, that kind of thing. And then the Democrat side is pretty much trust in government. we got to get the government to do something. Government needs to take control of everything. Uh, and that's how we get through this. So I think that's probably, that could be some of the divide as far as the different reactions. Well, where we get the title for today's show, uh, How to Properly Use Your Toilet Paper in an Emergency, is because, <laughs> <laughs> because the county that we live in issued their... Uh, what they call a safer at home order today. Uh, actually, they they told us that they passed it yesterday, but they just published it today. 
So everybody believes, everybody knows this safer at home order is going into effect at 10 o'clock tonight. And JC had to go to the store for something, you know, the W store for something. And there were hundreds, you said, of people there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, it was packed. It was packed. Parking lot was packed. Store was packed. And by the way, I'm not saying if you don't have faith, you're a statist. I'm just saying uh, fewer statists practice faith. That's all I'm saying. Obviously, we have, you know. Well, we know plenty of Christians that are statists. Yeah, that too. So, I mean, right. you so can't the, actually... the converse is not, it's not yeah. the same. I'm not saying yeah. the converse, right, yeah. is true. Exactly. But, but anyway, this, what, what has led to this, this massive drive to the grocery store and to Walmart, and I hate to say this, but it, I, I can't get beyond it. It's absolutely the truth. It's that the government officials in their websites have been publishing misinformation and, you know, I don't know any other way, just simply incorrect, if not lies. I mean, lie is an intentional thing, right? So some of these government officials that are publishing misinformation were actually people involved in the meeting where they voted. So you can't say that they unintentionally are giving misinformation. They're just flat out doing it. Is this charming? I don't know, man. It's not. I don't think it is. I buy what's on sale. So I can squeeze it. You can squeeze it. That's fine. That's so old. I don't even think they do Charmin commercials like that anymore. No, it's Charmin. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I did. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to squeeze so it. So everybody's rushing to the store in the grocery store because they think at 10 o'clock tonight, JC, our county, every person in the county is going to be on house arrest mm. because that's what the government officials a, a select government officials are publishing. What's amazing is it, a, a degree of that was actually published on Facebook by our sheriff, which apparently the sheriff didn't do his Facebook. I'm sure the sheriff doesn't do his own social media posting. And so it was up there and then it was immediately taken down, right? So it was taken down and posted back up with a more um, for, with a more accurate, you're distracting me, JC, with a more accurate description of the bill. So the sheriff is actually more in intent and more dedicated to promoting what's actually in the bill. So we have certain, I, 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 there's a point that I'm getting to with this, but we have certain officials who are actually publishing misinformation intentionally. I have to say it's intentionally. And the people are operating on that misinformation. You see, we have one person in government here in Tampa who particularly wanted everybody to believe that we're on house arrest, okay? The mayor of Tampa, I'm just gonna put it out there. She wanted a, a, a house arrest style order for everyone in the county. And she could not get the county support to do that. Nobody could do that. The sheriff's like, look, you can't make me do that. I, that's, I cannot enforce that. And so she got all bent out of shape because she couldn't get a, 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 a house arrest style order. So before the orders was published publicly, her website actually put that out there. And what's interesting is she was interviewed on the radio. I know because I didn't hear it, but somebody else heard it, right? You're making everybody think we're rich. <laughs> hey, this 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 role of Charmin 
is guarded by the Second Amendment. <laughs> just, just a warning to you. Don't, don't. I can't don't, even imagine how offensive that statement was right there. But we'll, we'll get on to that. Yeah, don't come. I'm just speaking in yeah. terms people understand. Don't come, don't come squeezing my Charmin. So the mayor of Tampa, her name is Castor, did this radio interview where she said, well, the county's order uh, mandates that everybody never leave their house. And then she went, ha, just kidding. She said this where? On the radio. Oh, okay. Okay. Ha, ha, just kidding. She she knows what she's doing. This is what she asked for, and she didn't get it. So she's got her panties in a wad. So her website and, and other information that's being published has got everybody believing that they're on, on 24-7 house arrest lockdown. And what's interesting, JC, is that the Hillsborough County uh, Safer at Home order says nothing like that. Nothing at all. As a matter of fact, the Hillsborough County, the Hillsborough County Safer at Home order says that residents of Hillsborough County can engage in recreational activity mm. in the public outside as long as proper social distancing is 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 uh, observed. Not only that. The Safer at Home order in Hillsborough County also does not close down every business. It specifically says private businesses that can maintain proper social distancing do not have to close. So if your business can maintain proper social distancing, you don't have to shut down your business. Not only that, I, I realize, okay, we're dealing with varying degrees of fascism and statism right here. But I'm just telling you what the order does not say. It does not close down every business unless the government deems it essential and does not tell everybody they have to stay at home. Uh, an exempted, for example, JC, an exempted essential activity, walking your dog. Mm -hmm. Right? It is in Hillsborough County is an exempted essential activity classified as a necessity to life to walk your dog. You don't have you don't have an objection to the advisory to stay home, right? No, I, I absolutely mean, is, don't have an there objection. There is sickness to out there. You believe yes, that? Yeah, yes. Yes. I have out. no objection to people using their own brains to stay home and be smart. For Particularly goodness, if you're in a susceptible category exactly. as, as we understand. High risk. If you're in high a high risk category, risk category Keep yourself safe. Which, which right? also means, which, by the way, just because you're in a high risk category doesn't mean you're, you know, immune or impervious to getting sick. Right. Exactly. But right. it seems like it's it's. And being if you're symptomatic or you've been exposed to someone who's symptomatic, then then do the, the socially responsible thing and and self quarantine or do whatever so, you need to do. So, but what it seems like, and of course, um, I don't know if. I missed a couple shows. I don't know if you talked about it. We looked at the the article where you actually have a a group of Democrat operatives putting out information, advising politicians and leaders to really to manipulate them into this big lockdown. So it seems like the thing is they're almost purposefully trying to squeeze business and 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 mm -hmm. disrupt the economy. Um, and I think. This is just speculation, but it seems twofold. One, to undermine mm -hmm. 
the president's chances of winning re-election, mm-hmm. and number two, sort of demonstrate, oh, see, you need this centralized nanny government to right. take care of you because right. the private sector and the economy, you can't depend on capitalism, blah, blah, blah. So, uh, you know, that that's the thing that bothers me. So, yeah, give the advice, take the advice, be smart, stay indoors, you know, don't put yourself in those situations. But then... They're doing they're doing these lockdown things and closing businesses in various places that uh, is not necessarily give greater effect right. to fighting the virus right and it and, but it harms significantly the economy and then and really. And uh, really, per- I think and, people's and civil and personal liberties. Yeah, I and, mean, and this is this these well, are the people's victims health too. of the co- I think people's health long run. If yeah. you think about you plunge, you plunge the whole country into depression or, you know, a serious financial situation. And I think the president alluded to this. A lot more people historically died in the depression, Great Depression. Jumping than, out of windows. Than the, you know, 20, almost 25,000 right. now worldwide that have, that have uh, allegedly died Absolutely. from Absolutely. People don't have jobs. They can't eat healthy. They lose their homes. You know, I mean, there's so many things that happen when the economy is impacted and, and for me, uh, uh, affected, I hate using that word, when the economy is affected negatively like this. And I talked about this yesterday. Uh, South Korea is in the hotbed of the coronavirus outbreak. 52 million people in a country the size of Minnesota, and they're already seeing a decline of infections and a decline in deaths. They never mandated a single business shutdown. They never put a single uh, mandated that a, uh, that a community as a whole be put on lockdown. They dealt with people on a case-to-case basis. People came forward. They got tested. If they were positive, they were told to, to, to quarantine themselves. They were given what they need to quarantine. And then the rest of the population was left to govern themselves and the economy still flourishing. And so this is why this is so very important that we understand. And so I want to say this sort of little legal disclaimer, JC. I want to say this because I want everybody to know I'm not giving you legal advice, okay? This is not legal advice. This is common sense advice. My experience with this, what's happening in Hillsborough County, made me abundantly aware as if I didn't already know, but made me abundantly aware of the misleading information that is coming directly from our elected officials, unabashedly, right? So what you need to do, wherever you are, okay, wherever you are, don't listen to what someone else is saying about your, quote, safe at home, your shelter in place order. Don't listen to what they're telling you. Get the order and read it yourself. Read it. Because I am now reading these things across the country and it's become very, very uh, apparent to me that these stay-at-home orders don't say what people think they say. Like here in Hillsborough County, the people are thinking, we're, we're on lockdown. We can't leave our home for 24-7 until the government tells us otherwise. It's actually the exact opposite. There's so many exceptions on the list to include, please go out and do whatever you want as long as you're social distancing, right? 
And so read so these So if it really does, doesn't do much of anything, what is the point? What, what do you think the point of it is? Okay, well, I think the point is to make people think that it does what it does. It does what it doesn't say it does, so that people will be encouraged because to stay at home, right? So they because these orders don't actually force people in a twenty four seven sequestering. But if you make the people think that it does, then they will stay home because we don't trust people to use proper judgment from the government's perspective. If you tell them what it really says, then people won't change their activity and they'll just go about their business. That's what I think. I think it's just simply uh, over-exaggerated as, as a control mechanism. It is a mechanism to control the people. Now, you can add in the other factors. Why do they want to control people? Because they want to crash the economy, because they're power hungry, because they're greedy, because, you know, I mean, you can list, I think, a myriad of reasons. But the bottom line, it all runs to control. We want to have the ability to control people when we know we don't have the lawful authority to control them. Yeah. Right? So they know they can't put people legally on house arrest and have it stand court constitutional muster they they know that i'm reading these articles jc and all are all these orders and they're all parsing very closely to the edge mm -hmm. they don't go over the some of them go over the edge a little bit but they go really really close to the edge and then they pull back because mm -hmm. they know they're not legally enforceable because they know they're not well because they know they're not legally enforceable they know they're not practically enforceable so much of it's there's sort no of sheriff's Kind of bully tactics, intimidations. You it's, know, it's intimidation. Tell the people control. you do this or this, what's going to happen? Yeah. Knowing they can't actually right. legally make that happen, they're going to. I mean, they could they could practically do it, right? You could you have the ability to do it, but then they know down the line uh, they're going to have lawsuits and they're going to. Oh lose. yeah, and they're going to lose. The sad. So thing. that's why you see the because we were looking at a lot of those orders and it's like they're hedging their bets. With, with what looks like they know they're not on good solid legal ground, right. but they want to do it, and they're trying to figure out how, how to how to get it done without you know getting into legal trouble. And if you can let people think that it is something that it isn't, then then they will keep themselves at home, and you don't have to try to actually enforce a practically unenforceable order. There's I, I can't think of a De, uh, uh, of a sheriff and his deputy, his or her deputies in the country that has the personnel and the ma the manpower and the resources to follow everybody around in their county and make sure that they're going to an essential service or whatever. Not only that, JC, our county order says that, uh, and, and now it it. It's really kind of crazy. I, I'm not going to read the whole thing to you, but it says, as a last resort, this is punishable as a second-degree misdemeanor. Well, a second-degree misdemeanor in the state of Florida is punishable up to 60 days in the county jail, up to $500 in fine, or both. Now, our county sheriff just let out of jail over 100 people to help facilitate social distancing in the, in the county jail to keep prisoners safe, right? Why would the sheriff then turn around 
and put people in jail for not social distancing. <laughs> right. Yeah. But people are actually believing that they're going to go to jail for social dis for not social distancing. And this is the fear bully tactic that we're seeing. These these orders are so vague and they use such such language and degrees of what we call in the legal field unbridled discretion that they're simply not going to hold up in court. Now, this is another one of those things, JC, where we used to always say in the as a prosecutor, right, that uh, dead people laws are bad laws because they're reactionary laws. They're not reasoned laws. These orders are worse than that because, number one, they're not even legislation. They're not legislation voted into statute through the regular legislative voting process. And they're completely and totally reactionary, so you have no reason behind them. They're just trying to satisfy somebody's means of, of power or somebody's fear. Mm -hmm. Now, JC is watching the president's... Yeah, president's up there right now just trying to catch... He's lost some of, weight. ...some of what's going on. Yeah, I can imagine. So you've been talking about uh, some kind of uh, medical ship that they're sending out of Virginia up to New York City, and he's supposed to go to it. Um, ship, S-H-I-P? Yeah. Okay. And I heard that, uh, you know, I guess Mike Lee voted against something. I don't know, bailout or whatever. But mm -hmm. So I, I, saw, I saw a headline where uh, the president allegedly said Mike Lee should be kicked out of Congress or, or something like that. I, I don't know. So it, it's... Look, it's, I have uh, been so busy in the county and dealing with what's going on and helping the pastors know that they should be keeping their churches open while they're responsibly dealing with, you know, the, the idea of... of keeping people socially distanced or whatever, you know, responsibly holding churches but not shutting down their churches. I honestly haven't had a chance to even listen to what the president's saying. I'm, I mean, we went yesterday, JC, we went, I don't know, it was yesterday or the day before we went over the spending bill. The whole thing is just absolutely insane. Um, yeah. And remember, I told you that because they have this massive spending injected into this quote-unquote coronavirus stimulus, which is not a stimulus, period. It is, it is pork for the government, Yeah. pork for the government sector. Yeah, it was amazing. I, I went through it from top to bottom, actually. And uh, it, it's, you know, everybody was focused on um, the, the checks, right? The whole, the whole sort of hook People are going to get checks and sending out checks. So it's this praise got for... To save the people. Yeah, it's, it's help for the people because everybody's going to get this checks. Mm -hmm. And everything was framed in about the, the money directly to the people. Right. Um, that's like nothing in this, in this bill. When you look, at, you look at the bill. And I went into it, a couple things. First off, it was being framed by the Democrats as a, uh, a corporate... Uh, corporate boondoggle, you know, it's big corporate slush fund, whatever. Now, and, and 500 billion for corporations. When you actually look at the language of the bill relative to the uh, no more than 500, 425 billion, mm -hmm. it, it, it's actually not that at all. It, it said loans, loan guarantees, 
and other investments. Like maybe you could put free money into the other investments. Mm -hmm. However, it also says that, that that money, that pool of money for loans, loan guarantees and other investments was also for uh, not just businesses, it said uh, the, the hard hit businesses or distressed businesses, industries, distressed industries and states and municipalities. So even the government is included in that portion yeah. that the Democrats are saying was the uh, was the corporate slush fund. Then almost all of the remainder of the bill, you don't get the sense that you're looking at emergency you know, relief funds for a virus, it looks like a typical government funding bill. Yes. Just all this money for, it's all government agencies. It's all government workers, government, um, government this, government this, government, even, even, this is a crazy thing. Now, I don't know of anybody listening to this show who you use daycare at your work or you have family members that use daycare or friends that use daycare. I don't know of any, If you, do you know of any daycare in your community who will be receiving bailout funds, relief funds. So the Senate, in the Senate, I, I, I was looking and these two daycare centers were specifically mentioned, daycare centers, receiving millions, multiple millions of dollars. I thought, day, daycare centers? What? Why, why are we singling out two daycare centers for millions of dollars? Well, it was it's the House daycare for for the house members daycare and the senate's daycare there there are two freaking child care centers written into this bill there so our representatives child care center so it's all about them it's themselves they're bailing out themselves well it's not money only that to, JC, money to the office of the inspector general and a million dollars for the guy holding yeah, the door the senate sergeant at arms and doorkeeper of, of the Senate. I think the House. I was think it was it the, the House. house. Okay, the Mil house. Million bucks. Okay. $25 million for, I think it was ha House salaries. House salaries. Okay. House salaries and expenses, it said. House salaries are already budgeted. They're, they're already passed the budget. So they're already All that money paid. is already there until October. So are we talking about because of the virus, they're getting bonuses? There's now a $25 million, million dollars worth of bonus? I, I mean, I don't know. Go read the bill. I looked at it. I'm, I went and made a list. I actually shared, not a complete list, but I shared some of it on my Instagram, at uh, JC Hall Global. And I shared, it's like three, little, three pictures of this where I went down and made a list. Again, it just reads like government budgeting, stuff for VA computers. Uh, there is literally a portion... Nine million dollars in the Senate for quote this is in quotes miscellaneous items. So they don't even say what it's for. It's just here's here's nine million bucks for the Senate, you know, for whatever you need it for. In addition to the twelve million for salaries and expenses. Uh, oh, this is crazy. Uh, gosh, I wish I had it right now with me. Millions of dollars in it, and it was listed as the under the heading, um, and, and they're all like Title Eight, Title Nine. It's all different sections which correlate to different uh, segments of the government. So this one was the architect, right? The the, the architect uh, capital architect. Oh yeah, I read that in the, services. Yeah, and I was like, this it was something like twenty five million. I said twenty five million. 
to the art for the architect construction services then I read down the details you know what it's for right here 25 million 25 million dollars for Washington DC for capital what they said sanitation supplies you you tell me this is a, this is relief for the people this is a government boondoggle hey, to hey, the hey, tune hey, hey. of 3 freaking trillion dollars okay okay i look guys go check the record i told you when i when i did the show about the budget i said 5 million i told you here we are back in the era of a 40 million dollar toilet seat and a $12 million hammer. Now we have, what is it? $25 million let me, let me double for the check. toilet paper. Let me, let me look at the list I made um, before my phone dies uh, just, just, to, just to verify. I mean, it was a huge, huge list of all these crazy, crazy things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah buddy, pass my, uh, pass my phone charger over here. Do you want to come say hi, Colton? <laughs> yeah, so so the, the two the two daycares, by the way, is seven $700,000. This is where I saw it popped up. Little Scholars Child Development Center. I Come thought, on. what Come in on. the world? So daycare, uh, I, I believe it's hello. the house, house daycare. <laughs> 400. This is why we fight. This is it right there. Jeez. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was right. $25 million dollars. Uh, I need the plug. Twenty-five <laughs> million dollars capital cleaning supplies. Uh, I, I think you went over some of this stuff. I did, because a lot of this was in the Nancy Pelosi bill that yeah. she wanted to to put in there. No, it's it's crazy. Two hundred fifty million dollars for the IRS. Did you did you read that one? Uh, 258 million international disaster yeah. assistance, yeah, 320, yeah. listen to this, 324 million diplomatic programs for the State Department. What? What, what, is, what does that have to do with, mm -hmm. with virus? Did you find the migrant worker portion? $350 million refugee assistance. Yeah, did you find the micro, migrant worker million dollars that we're I, having I, yeah. to set up for migrant? We have a migrant workers program. That's oh, unbelievable. I don't have all of it down here. Seven point five million Smithsonian Institution, ten million dollars National Library of Medicine. Yeah, we did talk 12, about that. Twelve million dollars. This is twelve million dollars. Capital Police salaries. They're okay. already paid the until October. Are already They're already budgeted. And if even look, even if they were classified as non-essential employees and they're not at work, they're getting paid. Thirty billion. Department of Education. Yep. So it's just it's a government. I mean, this is a this is a government boondoggle. Absolutely, this is not absolutely this is not people relief. And as I mentioned before, this is not you getting your money back. Obviously, you're not even getting this money. It's going to the people in government. But this is money that your children and your grandchildren will have to pay back thousandfold. We're sending our children into slavery to this government, to foreign governments, and to private corporations that are buying the bonds on this. I encourage you get the text. Go to the go to the uh, the, the the last title, the last section, and read all the stuff. Read all about the power and authority in this bill to the Federal Reserve System, and and the uh, what do they call that thing? The Bank of International Settlements. Mm -hmm. uh, Council on Foreign Relations. I mean, this stuff is in. It's in this bill. It's in this bill. Right. Come on. You tell me what's going on here. Yeah. We, we've been had. 
This is this is a deep state assault. Right. Period. It is absolutely, and they're getting away with it by selling fear. It's incredible. And and now the problem is we have a situation where guess what? Uh, we we have to condemn people who won't vote for this. We should be condemning people who voted for it. And I know that's going to chap some people's hides. This is this is what is called JC I was informed this is what is called anti-Trump propaganda when I talk about this stuff. And it's just it's absolutely it's completely infuriating to me. Absolutely and completely infuriating. So, uh, what what are you going to do? I mean, I, you got to read it. You got to yeah. know. What are you going to do? You got to fight it. I don't I don't think I can talk about what we should do uh, on this platform without being censored. Well, from a constitutional I'm perspective. I'm going to leave that right there. Yeah. <laughs> from a constitutional perspective. Okay, we need to wake up the people. Now, like I told you before, I think this is the perfect opportunity to wake people up. And I told you, JC, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I don't think it's a bad thing that the people of our counties and across America think their governments are actually putting them on complete lockdown. Because if they, if the people of America operated as if those order, as those orders are actually written, where they can just go about their daily affairs as long as whatever, then the people would never get tired of it. But the people thinking they're on lockdown are going to grow weary of this quicker than if they were just simply, you know, going about business as if the or uh, as the orders actually allow. So Americans are not Europeans. We're not going to stay quartered up in our homes for that long without getting restless and without getting disgruntled. And so the quicker we feel restless, the quicker we feel disgruntled, the quicker this will be over. Because the government and those in power will do everything they can as long as we are complacent and compliant and let it happen. Yeah, and think about this bill. Basically, the, you know, and, and with, with printed money, with your own money, and money printed out of thin air, mm -hmm. they, they basically, let's say, invested, handed out, bought the people with $250 million so that they could get $3 trillion. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened. You look at, I mean, the checks that they talk about, you're getting the checks, uh, they say is, is $250 billion. Okay, explain to me the other two plus trillion. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Because you got two, two trillion is the thing, and then there's a, another trillion baked in. Right. So you're talking about three children. And then, uh, as we were talking to a financial guy who knows what he's talking about, uh, they know Victor. I talk about Victor all the time. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, you have estimates of the nation losing, uh, America losing uh, half of the GDP. GDP. So another trillion or more. Um, and this, at a, at, a, at a, where are we at? Like 23 trillion uh, in national debt, right? Just the debt. Mm -hmm. um, this, so that's going to be basically another 4 trillion on that. 20 28 trillion in debt, we have the potential to go to a three to one debt ratio, which is which is unprecedented, un unimaginable. Uh -huh. So when you you look at all the other nations of the world, there there will be no one 
No one. In fact, I, maybe you could, you could probably even combine most of the other nations. No one will be in the debt th that we will. I no. mean, no one will have this debt. Three to one. I mean, where we're headed is, is, is unimaginable. Yeah, it, 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 is, it is unacceptable, okay? Uh, America should never, with all the resources that we have, with the, the liberty that we're supposed to have, with the ingenuity of the American spirit, we should never even be in this situation. And I think, yeah, and when you look at it, so if it's about social dis distancing, you know, you, could, you can social distance, you can do all the things that are needed to keep you safe. Korea right? that, that. that. That they say you need to keep safe without closing, shutting down the economy. Yes. But yet, this is what they're doing. Well, so, they're not only that, they're, they're actually, we have, we have experts now that have provided evidence that the numbers we've been fed are all wrong. And they're feeding us misinformation to actually feed fear that makes us irrational. Fear takes reasonably rational people and turns them into mind-numbingly irrational people. It's just, it's like, boom, I, I just don't get it. Meanwhile, JC, meanwhile, all this is going on, you got places like Clemson University, okay? Clemson University officials are are uh, refusing to comply with a, a existing law and opposing a bill in South Carolina's General Assembly to enforce and, and to force the universities, colleges, and uh, high schools to teach the Constitution of the United States. Clemson University doesn't even want lawyers to learn the Constitution. And they're saying, well, if they learned it in high school, we, it's not economically, uh, it's, not, it's not academically necessary, it's not economically efficient for us to teach it again in college. All right, well, they learn math in high school. We learn science in high school. We learn English in high school. So please tell me, what is the use of a college if that's the mentality? And so far, according to uh, the Daily Signal, Jameson Brogy, so far, who is a student at George Mason University's law school, a former legislative assistant in the South Carolina legislature, right? So this is a kid, this is a kid, this is a guy who is not ignorant of the law. He is also not ignorant of South Carolina law, right? He says that Clemson pretends to comply with the law by having students, and I'm watch quote here, having students watch a short online video about the Constitution as a part of its freshman course, CU 1000. So the college is saying, oh, our students know everything that they need to know about the Constitution because when they were a freshman, when they were freshmen, they watched a short online video. Let me read to you what, what, um, what Mr. Brogy says. He says, under this dubious logic, Clemson, the second largest university in South Carolina, could claim to teach chemistry by having students watch an online episode of Bill Nye the Science Guy. So here we are, 
when the American people are are waking up and realizing that on that that the Constitution is such an essential preservation knowing the Constitution is essential to preserving our liberty and the problem that we have today is that our elected officials don't know our Constitution or they actually know it but they know we don't know it and they're taking advantage of that right. we have people waking up all the time I just have to put this up here because I want to say thank you to everybody who is signing up for libertyfirstuniversity.com we have Clemson University the second largest university in South Carolina now refusing to teach the Constitution and our founding documents. And who knows, JC, how long they've been refusing to do this, right? This is just now coming. Uh, Harvard, I don't know if people remember me talking about this moons and moons and moons ago. Um, I talked about it when Elena Kagan was, was placed on uh, the Supreme Court. So when Alina Kagan was dean of, of Harvard Law, I don't know if many people know that, when, Alina, when uh, Alina Kagan was dean of Harvard Law, she removed constitutional law from the graduation standards and replaced it with international law and comparative law. So Harvard Law School under dean Alina Kagan, did I say her name right? Yep, okay. Kagan. Elena, Elena, uh, Elena, whatever. whatever. Kagan, all right? Under Kagan, no longer had to take constitutional law, which, by the way, is already three steps removed from the Constitution, right? Constitutional law is not the Constitution. Constitutional law is teaching that judges and lawyers know more about the Constitution than the men who wrote it, right? And then we spend the rest of our constitutional law careers learning how to, well, not me, but learning how to circumvent the Constitution so these lawyers can win their arguments. Because it's not about preserving the Constitution anymore. It's about winning your argument. Okay? So this is the issue now. Sign up for Liberty First University and teach yourselves and your children what Clemson law students and Harvard law students don't even get the opportunity to learn. Yeah. I'd rather have you teaching it than Clemson teaching it anyway. Well, yeah, so, no doubt, but still. Uh, I, I kind of, I almost wish every public university would would stop teaching, would not even try to teach it. Well, I mentioned everybody yesterday. I'm kind of glad that the public Hi, uh, you know, elementary, middle school, and high schools are closed down. Yeah. Now you can actually take the opportunity to teach your children what they're supposed to be learning, and and not have it being drowned out by all of the the Marxist propaganda they're being fed in the school, in the public schools. So what about this new promote the Fed narrative <clears throat> that we see? Oh, the heroes in the Federal yeah. Reserve. So USA Today publishes an article. An unsung hero of the coronavirus crisis, yeah. the Federal Reserve. Yep. The Federal Reserve is doing everything it can to give our economy the relief it needs. It should be applauded uh, for this. Yep. So you, it's crazy. And then when you look in, uh, of course, when you look in the bill, you really see this the sort of, and I think somebody mentioned in the comments, the sort of marriage with now the Treasury Department and the Federal Reserve uh, working at concerts. Crazy. Now, then you look at Yahoo Finance, which somebody posted in the comments, has this article with the headline, The Fed's Cure Risk Being Worse uh, 
than the disease. Mm -hmm. So well, <clears throat> somebody recognizes uh, this, uh, this, this narrative being pushed. And I, the other one that I saw is basically um, that we need a, you know, the argument for centralization, mm -hmm. right? They're saying, oh, look at, look at the way the response has been. You got every state doing different things, cities doing different things. We can't have that. So we need, you know, obviously we're going to need a new um, uh, centralized medical system. So this, this is actually given a boost. And I, and I was listening to some of the progressives. They're kind of lining up these talking points and beginning to push this out. This gives them a platform now mm -hmm. to, to sort of reinvigorate that argument for a single, you know, a single payer uh, health care system. Right. Well, the stimulus bill allows the Federal Reserve to conduct meetings in secret. Yeah. Right. So they're already the Federal Reserve, just to let everybody know, is not a government organization. Uh, guess what? Uh, the CDC is not a government organization. The uh, N National Institution of Health is not a government organization. These are all private corporations that we slush fund, right? right? So the stimulus bill allows stimulus. I can't even use that word. How do you even use that word? The coronavirus pork bill allows the Federal Reserve to conduct meetings in secret and gives them $450 billion to bail out Wall Street. Yeah, if you go, um, like I said, I was looking for, I was reading I, the bill. You get to the yeah. very, uh, I think it's the very last, uh, what they call title, the that last. Now, you have the, the article of the there of the uh, USA Today talking about the heroes, right? Yep. So I want to drive everybody to 10thamendmentcenter.com. Our friend Mike Meharry posted a, uh, an article in response to the op-ed in USA Today titled, With Heroes Like This, Who Needs Villains? Okay, so you've got the USA Today, which, which is a huge liberal Marxist fish wrap, right? And then you've got the Tenth Amendment Center out there trying to correct this stuff. JC, I, we need people to realize they don't have to go to these platforms to get their information. Mm -hmm. And when you do, double check it with, with people like the Tenth Amendment Center or, or uh, Judicial Watch or, oh, what's our friend Andrew? What is that, 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 oh, I wish I could remember what his organization is. So this is so very, 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 very important. Uh, we, we have to, we have to be sure that we are getting informed in, a, in, a, in an environment where the government is obviously intentionally misinforming us. Boondoggle. It's, it is. It's a total, total boondoggle. Deep state assault. Crash on, the economy. On, ev on everything. Crash the economy, pork out the government agencies, and then turn around and let the people think that they're doing a that that the government is doing a great job for you. You want to see the toilet paper part? Yeah. No, I you know, and I think that you <laughs> you put that title up there because I went to Walmart today, and so now they start. I don't know if this is true where you guys are at, but uh, we're here in Central Florida, and they've they've started rationing in the stores. So they're they're rationing toilet paper. They're rationing. Uh, disinfectant, hand wipes, <coughs> sanitizer, all that kind of stuff. And I, I, it was just astounding. So I go back, I actually went, I went to Walmart to get a gun. 
and I was I was in the sport, sporting goods, and uh, you say they don't sell guns anymore. Yeah, they sell pellet guns. I'm after a pellet gun because I'm tired of squirrels destroying the vegetables that I just planted. So, um, <laughs> but uh -oh. there's this huge the animal rights activists yeah, are going to be after me now. Yeah, I got pellets for plenty pellets <laughs> to go around. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so there's there's this line, just this huge line of toilet paper, toilet paper, nonstop people looking for toilet paper, and I because they're rationing toilet paper. And and you know you the the two ladies that are they they handing out the, the toilet paper and they have this look on their face like just this sort of uh, stunned, mind numbing. Yeah, like they they can't Told believe you, what's it's going on mind numbingly irrational yeah so so they have that look like i can't believe this right. is happening it's toilet paper people well, the disease doesn't even make you have diarrhea I, and i guess they they saw i was kind of standing around uh, near the the um, what you call it sporting sporting goods section and so i guess they saw that Similar look on my face, like <laughs> I was saying, you know, you, you know me, right? It's just, it's on my face. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, yeah. And people are lined up, and I'm sort of looking, and I was like, oh my goodness, what, what, what in the world? And I guess I'm probably saying this stuff out loud. And so the, the crowd kind of disperses, and, and uh, you know, it's nobody there for a moment. And she goes, she kind of looks like, do you want some toilet paper? Like, <laughs> You know, she saw she saw my disbelief. Do you need toilet paper? I said, you know what? It's one thing that I've learned now in this whole pandemic panic thing is that our family. My face is gonna start hurting. Our family once again is is so out of tune with the rest of the nation. I said we we go maybe a couple of months. Without buying toilet paper, I mean, you know, yeah, my wife buys big, you know, big supply, but come on. And I said, what in the world are people doing with this toilet paper? She goes, I know. I said, do they think that it's like single serving? <laughs> like, like this, like you just take this out of the bag and, you know, I'm done. So, boom. And then you, you just, you toss this. Like, do they understand that it's multiple use? How could you possibly be using that much toilet paper? She, and they're kind of laughing. She goes, I, hey, I agree. I don't know. She goes, it's crazy. I don't understand it. I've never seen anything like, I said, are they, do they make like gloves? You know, do you make a glove or, and, and use it by the, by the fistful? You know what I mean? So she's like, I don't know. And then, so then we start now. And by the way, people are now coming to get toilet paper. Like there's a group, it's funny, because I'm standing there close to the table. There's a group gathering, like they want to come get toilet paper. But, but now, now they but feel now guilty. They, yeah, they, <laughs> they know they, how ridiculous it they, is. They hear this raving <laughs> lunatic talking about how people wipe their butts and they're like eh, you see some sort they go they go toward the table and then they back off this this big big african-american gentleman he kind of he goes up and he hears a portion of the conversation and then he sort of strolls he like turns left like oh, i was just going over here to look at 
of batteries for my car. And then as I walk away and I look back, he kind of sneaks back to the table. He goes, can I get one of those? And they laugh. They, they like laugh at him. Um, but no, it's see. And I told the lady, I said, I was like, <laughs> you know, when I when I wipe, I, I told I tell her, I said, you know, maybe it's two or three or, you know, maybe somewhere between two and four sheets. And I go at it. You know, I said, there's sometimes you kind of have to make a second run. You know, maybe I'll use two, three, four more sheets. You know, sometimes you have those three swipers. And, and, and this is why people miss you, JC. <laughs> and, and I said, I told her, I said, you know, but that, you know, that really has to do with your, with your diet. So like you, you know, if you're doing a three swiper, you probably ought to check out how you're eating anyway. So I'm like, man, I may be using eight sheets. You know, at the most, what's going on? So I don't know how maybe you guys want to share. Make your own videos. I, I don't know. <laughs> of, of, I mean, Your volume went down on your mic. Did sorry. You, maybe, did you sort of I, I unplug know, you? I blew it out. You blew out your, I let's mean, turn it down, turn you up a little no, bit I there. I probably slipped. But it's just crazy. Like, what? what is it? You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. I don't know what people do. I don't know how it works with you. But like I said, you know, come on, like, you know, and we're a family of three. So, I mean, it's good. And, and of course, it's two-ply. I mean, it's the Charmin, so it's the good stuff. And really, I mean, if you get cheap toilet paper, you don't want to. You don't want to make multiple runs at it, right? You, <laughs> okay. you, you want that thing. You want to get that thing. TMI. Done. And then I told her. TMI. You know, I told her, I said. Anyway, we served in Haiti for in and out for four years, so uh, toilet paper is not going to be one of the things that, that's a problem. And, of course, then she started talking about banana leaves and various things. So. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so that's, there you go. Yep, yep, yep. That's the. How, do you, how to use your, uh, how to use your toilet paper properly in the state of emergency. Yeah, just, just one man's opinion. Yep. You know, you do, you, you, you have to, you know. Make your own decision. Look, you got to laugh at this stuff. You got to find things to laugh at. You know, I, I mean, seriously, if my personality was different, I'd be like, I already told you all this is going to happen. And we used to have a saying in the, in the you know, when, when I was practicing law in the office, your lack of preparation does not create an emergency on my part. Yeah, that's right? not preparation H. Yeah, so your lack of preparation does not make, uh, does not create an emergency on my part. For 10 years, we've been trying to explain to everybody uh, ab about how this day is coming. This day is coming. When history repeats, this day is coming. Don't wait until it's here to, to try to buy your firearm, right? Don't wait until it's here to stock up on ammo. Don't wait until it's here to stock up on toilet paper. My goodness, we've been, I mean, now the preppers are not being criticized anymore, right? So we've been trying to tell people, you live in Florida. We have hurricane season in Florida. Every year. You should have at least a month's worth of provision, excuse me, a month's worth of provision if you live in Florida. Because any day a hurricane could come through. When we had those four hurricanes come through, JC, we were out of power for two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. You, you know, it's funny. I, someone made me think. We have, I don't know what I do with my microphone, but we passed, a, Florida passed a bill about getting off mm -hmm. the junk mail list. So mm -hmm. probably people are regretting that about now. Right. 
because you don't have a lot of that junk mail, junk mail. <laughs> coming and stored up at this point. Oh my goodness. Poor Colton's like, Mom, please have enough toilet paper. I don't want to use palm leaves. I got tired of that in Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. So. I'm just saying, and you know, you talk about the Constitution classes. I, mm -hmm. I'm thinking white classes may be a necessary thing in school <laughs> because some people are clearly overdoing it. No, I, you know what, JC? It's I again. Mean, it's just, just the irrational response no, of fear. On, That's all so it is. They're so upset about straws and all that. I mean, right. Come on, you're wasting. Right. You're killing so many yeah. trees with improper wiping habits. Right. It's just. You're in vinyl. Well, I remember. Dial it down, people. One of the famous, uh, famous singers. I don't remember who. I can't remember her name right off the top of my head. You know, because she wasn't born before 1812, but. She made this big public display many years ago about how she only uses one square every time she goes to the bathroom. Yeah, that, that's a little under... <laughs> you're you're underused, underachieving yeah. there, but nonetheless. So, look, guys... Because that's the thing. There's there's like a line. You, you know, you go below a certain line, then you're having to make up for it with hand sanitizer. So, <laughs> you're still, you know... All right, look, guys. I, I think you're if still you... still behind. If you take anything out of this toilet paper aside... Right. Don't listen to what you're being told. Go read the bills yourself. Go read your local orders on this emergency response stuff. Go read your go read the stimulus bill. OK, it's not a difficult bill. It's actually a lot of pages, but it's not a difficult bill to read because okay. it's just list after list of money, 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 money. Yeah. You need to see with your own eyes. What your Cheryl Crow, that's right, Mitch the Ripper, it was Cheryl Crow who said that. You need to see Did with your own. Luna tree or something? I don't know. Maybe that was somebody else. Luna, it was like Luna the tree. Or... You need to see for your own eyes what your representatives are voting for. You have to do that. Look, this is going to tick people off, but I'll just be, t I'll be straight up with you. Take it for what you want. This is Chris Ann Hall's not opinion, her conviction. Anyone who voted for this bill is immoral because it is absolutely un, unsubstantiatable from a constitutional, from a financial, and from a perspective of respect for the future of America. So, you know what, you can call me an extremist, you can call me uh, whatever, but I have a president who speaks in hyperbole. I'm not speaking in hyperbole, I'm speaking in fact. And if you don't believe me, go read Nehemiah chapter 5 and see what God has to say about selling your children into debt for your daily provisions. And that's exactly what's happening here. We are trying to live comfortably with, with a trailer load of toilet paper in our house. Meanwhile, our children are being sold into slavery to foreign countries, foreign corporations, and our own pork-ridden government. What a load of crap. You need to read this and know this for yourself. And I'm sorry if that offends the people who like Trump but I am not a Trump lover and I am not a Trump hater. I judge people by their fruits and the bottom line is this. If your fruits are spoiled, then you gotta be called out. And that's absolutely the truth. And if you can't do it, look, look JC, if you can't call out somebody for being wrong, 
when they are obviously being wrong, then you have a cult of personality problem. A cult of personality problem. And if you're going to condemn someone for doing what's right, then you've got bigger issues than that. So that's my bottom line. You got anything closing to say on that? Uh, no. Thanks for the cat idea, uh, David. <laughs> I didn't catch that I one. like that. <laughs> you wipe your butt with your cat? Oh, man. I actually said it out loud. You tricked me into saying that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and it's self-cleaning. Self- oh. Like the cat will go clean himself. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now we're shooting squirrels and wiping cats. Great, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Look, have a great weekend. Don't stroke out, okay? That's what I'm going to say. In with the good, out with the bad. Don't stroke out. And we will see you on Monday. God or, bless. Or sheets.